Hello everyone, this is Trevor with Tea Time Reports. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. I have Brady, Caden, and Logan here. We're finally getting our post-draft uh, episode up now. We're going to be talking about mainly the first round, notable picks in the second and third. We won't be talking about the entire draft, um, like with you know all rounds, all picks. But obviously we did do a bunch of mock drafts for the first round. So we will go through each first round pick and, you know... Ma- trades and whatever. Yeah, the trades that happened and some of the bigger picks and maybe we'll all give our, you know, number one team of the draft, who won the draft before we end off this episode. But we have been meaning to do this episode since the draft. But now that things have kind of saturated in, people know what people got, essentially. People are... Had time to think about Yeah, they're, they're processing what's happened. What do you guys think? And Brady, I'll let you go first here, then we'll just go around. Um, what do you guys think about just the 2023 draft in general? Biggest steal, biggest name, uh, uh, biggest impression. Obviously, Bryce Young's drafted at one, but I want to talk about the Texans here, especially because I think they won the uh, they won the draft because they got the two best prospects after Bryce Young. They got a solid quarterback that's going to lead their team for the next couple years, and then now they got um, Will Anderson, who's going to be a great, a solid. Um, uh, edge rusher, yeah, yeah. He, he's, he literally changes the whole game they, just they by got, pass rushing and, and getting the court, pressuring the quarterback, getting sacks. You know, they got uh, a playmaker on each side of the ball. Yeah, that, that's picks. that's that's the Legit, best part about uh, it. a building a building block yeah. for each side of the ball. Just franchise quarterback, a franchise edge rusher, exactly right there. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was a great draft. I thought a lot a lot of teams filled needs that they needed to fill. Um, you know, there was, wasn't any that big of reaches. There wasn't, you know, players that fell too far. Like uh, some players, that some fell, players, yeah. But, but that happens every year. Exactly, exactly. Um, but it, obviously, it was it was a crazy draft. But you know, it all. It, I think it worked out. At least, I mean, we haven't seen these, these players on the field yet. But in the draft process, I think it, it worked out well for a lot of these teams and a lot of these players. Um, but I think we can, you know, go pick the pick and. Break it down. What do you guys think? Yeah, that works. But, um, you know, Brady already said it, but, you know, Bryce Young went number one overall. I mean, we kind of already knew it. Exactly. Um, franchise quarterback for the for the Panthers. You know, not much to be said on him. Some size concerns, but I, I don't think it matters as much. Versatile player, yeah. number one overall draft pick. Right. Clear-cut number one overall draft pick. Number one for a reason. And then number two with C.J. Stroud. Now, there was a big, like, mix-up about who they were going to pick here. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like it didn't really matter because... Either way, they still got Will Anderson anyway. CJ Stroud, yeah. and uh, it was just CJ Stroud seems like the right pick. Even when they picked him, it just kind of right off rip. Okay, it makes sense, you know. And when they traded up at number three, it was like, oh shit, ooh, what are they doing here? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, ooh, they might have just stolen the draft three picks in. And the um, the Cardinals traded back, and the Texans give up their this the Texans had two first round picks next year. They're picking the Browns pick. They give up their pick next year. So, I don't know how good they'll be next year, but the Cardinals could potentially have two top five picks. Because I don't think the Cardinals will be good next year either. Probably not. Um, but yeah, there was a lot of speculation about where C.J. Stroud, C. Stroud could get, could go. Um, some people were saying outside the top ten. Yeah. I, I, I thought the Texans would be crazy to, to not take a quarterback. And clearly they they uh, did the right thing. And got that franchise guy, hopefully. Um but yeah, the the they they killed the first round given the, the picks they had. But um, yeah, I mean, getting getting a franchise quarterback and a franchise edge rusher that, that that's 
it's literally what you, it's ideal. Yeah. It's legitimately what you, you're looking for when you go into a draft. You right. want to find a cornerstone, a building right. block for, you know, whoever you're Legit drafting. players. Exactly. Yeah, and they got in a row for both sides of the ball. Captain on offense, captain on defense. Exactly. And then number four, this was another mix-up. Who's it going to be? Will Levis or AR? Will Levis, AR. And that post-draft, we're seeing that. Exactly. It, it clear to be AR. Deserved to be Anthony Richardson. Ended up going number four to the Colts. You know, what can he do here with Steichen? Can he change? Like, can he change this whole kind of a you know kind of like I don't want to say like unphysically talented quarterbacks in in Indianapolis, but it just seems like for the physically past limited exactly physically limited quarterbacks in in Indianapolis they, they just have Andrew Luck yeah even Andrew Luck wasn't the type of guy to go out there and have you know a fifty yard run like. I bet he could have, but it would have been surprising, wouldn't it? It would have been surprising if he did that. Yeah. You know, if you're not AR had a 50 yard run, it's still surprising, but it's less surprising. Yeah, it's exactly. Well, I want to point. I want to point out something here. The Colts don't draft bad quarterbacks ever. No, they don't. No. Okay, so I think that if they chose this guy and and everyone, everyone, this this means this had to be a decision. That everyone in the building was confident on and they, drafting and they were Anthony Richardson. From Jim Irsay down. Exactly. And it started with this it started with this new regime. This mm-hmm. Steichen came up, he he elevated Justin Herbert. Elevated Jalen Hurts. Elevated Jalen Hurts, and now he's to me, I think he's gonna do the same thing with AR. I agree. What do you think, Trevor? Um, no, AR <laughs> I I don't know what's gonna go on there. Yeah. I I It is still a big question mark. Have, it is still uh, a big question mark. I don't know. I don't have much expectation there, to tell you the truth. I, th- I think he's in a good situation. He has a good coach. Obviously, Jonathan Taylor's still there. Good offensive line. Exactly. But it, it, it depends on him. But I, I Also, think, it depends on the system. I don't know. They got gutted this free agency on defense. They have an mm-hmm. aging roster. Running backs don't get better over time. They just get progressively worse. And you saw Unless you're an exception. But hurt last year. So. Yeah. I don't know. AR is going to have a lot of work cut out for oh, him. for sure. Their schedule's going to be tough. That division got a whole hell of a lot better this past two years, two really. Two years. Yeah. Well, Titans have gotten worse, but the other two teams, Texans and Jags, I mean... But, I mean, when you're drafting that low and you're drafting quarterback, you need to give a franchise some time. Yeah. And, yeah. and AR ceiling, like, with, with that team and with Steichen, I think AR could hit his ceiling. Oh, I think definitely. He could. I think he can, um, yeah. But, you know, obviously, he, he wants to get better. Uh, he he does, and he believes he's a Hall of Famer. But we, you know, he has to put in the work, and you know, we'll see how it goes. But uh, they already came out and said that they plan on having him start this year. So I, I don't know how that's gonna go, but I trust it. I, well, who I tr- else are they gonna start? Gardner Minshew. I don't know. They got no one else. I, I, I would have gotten in a bridge guy, man. Like yeah. just for this year. Like that's I'm disappointed in that more maybe than they, anything, bro. He you should not start this year. Maybe they bring back Matt Dude. Ryan or something. You know, the the whole time we were talking about mock drafts and player evaluations, all those episodes we did on this, we all said, the tape doesn't lie. Dude, his tape fucking sucks. Like, there's like 15, 20% that's like good. Games. Out of that 13-game sample size, he sucked. Yeah. Like, he I was terrible. Well, once he sucked. He, had, he I, had good and bad moments. Physically, like, flashy moments with splash plays, but reading and processing defense... That was but just not it. What you, what the difference with AR and most running quarterbacks is that he has a willingness to be a pocket quarterback. Though. Yeah, like you, you don't like you look, at, you look at Malik Willis. He has no pocket presence. He's but it's well, first he was read like, always running. He, AR, yeah. also a huge AR makes his reads. <laughs> you know what reminds me of that? Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Jalen Hurts makes his reads. Like he's he's a running like he can run when he wants to. 
Well, he's, he's, a he's turned into first. a throw-first quarterback yeah. now. But what Brady just said, Malik Willis, big bust. Yeah, but big bust. Malik big Willis bust. was... Malik Willis exactly. was bad at and, and, Liberty. And where was he drafted? <laughs> in the third round, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but, like, I, honestly, if you, Malik Willis, like, maybe, I, I don't know, if he stayed in college another year or no. something, well, bro, he might have been a high draft with, pick. I feel like the deal with Anthony Richardson. I mean, like, they're kind of on the, they were getting the same uh, hype, bro. I, dude, people, like, last uh, year were saying uh, Malik Willis Malik top Willis five. I remember and, that. But, and, I remember that, too, but that yeah, was went to, Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Clearly, but clearly the NFL didn't, didn't see suit. But. No, yeah, I agree. But, like, that's the same thing that happened with Keely Ringo. Everyone was saying he was top have Willis. 20, but, but... I mean, it, really, after the college season, no one was saying he was top 20. Ringo, oh no, yeah, but exactly. You hear that whole thing leading up to it, and then that just builds him automatically. You know what, what I'm saying? Makes compare, expectations. Compare that more to is you know Will Levis. Will Levis was a projected top five no. draft pick. You know, fell over to the second round. Yeah. Well, also, a huge on, thing with AR is he has his um his physicals are insane. It is. He scored. He scored huge. He scored records for vertical. Um, forty. Forty. I don't think it was 40. Did he? What are your dashes to the record? I think he did. No, not for fastest. I think, yeah, I think RG3 had the fastest, I want to say. But still, I mean, still, he had, still, he had great. Phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, he has great. Phenomenal numbers. I mean, might have been the greatest combine of all time. 10 out of 10 RAS. He has everything or, tangible that you would want in a yeah. quarterback. Arm strength, uh, he's fast, big, he can jump, he's strong. Like, he has everything you'd want. His tape isn't great, like Trevor said, so he's a little unproven, but, but I think you, put him in a, you give him experience. NFL coaching. Yeah. You give him a solid offense, make him feel comfortable, and that's, that's, all, you gotta, that's, all, that's all you have to do. But to me, that pick kind of changed up the draft because right after it was the, it was number five with the Seahawks, and they picked Devon Witherspoon. And to me, I think they wanted him. I think they wanted him. I think they really wanted Richardson, and you know, Devon was they were just settling for what they had, what was on the board, and dang, he's gonna make them scary, bro. Yeah. They already have Tariq Woolen, Kobe Bryant. Barton, Julian Love, yeah, Jamal Julian Adams, Loves, Jamal Quandre Adams, Quandre Diggs. It's a scary secondary. It's a scary, scary defense at, overall. Yeah, it might be the best secondary in the NFL this year. Oh yeah, we'll honestly. see. Honestly, yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Um, but you know, obviously they they didn't want Jalen Carter. They're probably too. I mean, maybe not scared, but just didn't care for that those character concerns. No, I I I rather this pick over Jalen Carter. It's honestly. a safer pick. Yeah, yes. and and they like you guys said they shaped up their secondary. And it's a good player. There. Yeah, and that's a, a good really player. good player. Good that's a lockdown corner, and you already have Tariq Woolen. Like they, you're gonna have, have two lockdowns. Secondary. And they're all no young. They're all young. They're building literally another legion of boom. Mm-hmm. That's what they. Yeah, that's what they're trying to do, and they're well on their way. But then at number six, so we saw this, this was the Lions pick. So we saw the Cardinals trade down to twelve with the Texans, and the Cardinals traded back up. To number six with the Lions to get to grab tackle Paris Johnson from Ohio State, and Paris Johnson was a clear-cut best tackle in the draft. And then was. before the draft, they said Kyler Murray was lobbying to get a tackle, specifically Paris Johnson. And you know they listened and they they got him a franchise left tackle. Hopefully, it's always good when you listen to your quarterback because he knows best. Mm-hmm. You know, even with even when it is kind of you know it's Kyler Murray, he's not you know he's not the, the smartest quarterback in the NFL, but. You have to listen to your guys. You, you have, have to, you to protect your quarterback. Exactly, you have to protect um, your quarterback. And I don't remember which episode I said this on, but I'm pretty sure I said this throughout. But the Cardinals' problems were always in the trenches, and and their first pick of their new regime, they got a hey. franchise tackle. I know what? Hey, you know what? That's a good first pick for it is. for Gannon. It is it's a good first pick for Gannon. And and their new GM, I think it's Monty Austin Ford. I, I want to say, don't quote me on that, but you know, just a good pick to make for your first regime. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, 
What do you guys think about that pick, though, Trevor? Honestly, what we were talking about, it kind of mixed up like that. The Anthony Richardson kind of pick like mixed up everything because I think the Lions wanted Devon. Like I think they would have yeah, drafted Devon yeah. Witherspoon at number six, and sure. you know if if Anthony Richardson wasn't drafted at number four, then he would have fell to five with with the Seahawks, and then six would have been Devon Witherspoon. Yeah, so I think we're looking yeah. at a completely different draft. And every year we have that kind of draft, that momentum setting pick, mm-hmm. and it's you know and and mocks don't mean anything. No, they, they don't. don't. No, they don't. Uh, Trevor and Brady, what do you guys think about the Paris Johnson pick and just the Cardinals' moves to trade down and trade back up the draft board? I mean, it was kind of a weird move. That was a good move, though. Yeah, it was a solid move, but uh, I like, I, you guys kind of already did, you said, it, said it all to say. Is that uh, a Kevin Costner was, draft day type move? Yeah, yeah it was a it really solid was. <laughs> pick. I mean, you get a solid, strong, big, the best tackle in the draft to protect Kyler. Problems that you had last year, I mean, he was running everywhere. He was towards running away yeah. last year. Yeah, towards he got hurt because of it, so... Get some protection for Kyler. Yeah, Movie. this way Kyler can just, you know, get sacked from the other side of the <laughs> and blame it on them. Or just but, fall yeah, down. I have no rock. expectations for this team. No, or this not offense. this year. No. Maybe not the next four They years. hired a goof at head coach. Uh, well, gotta I, give him a shot first. Yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah. I don't dislike Gannon. <laughs> he's a joke, bro. Yeah, I don't dislike Gannon. This is what he did for the... Uh, for the Eagles, but... <laughs> yeah. But you gotta remember that when Sirianni got hired, people made fun of him, too. Exactly. Oh, dude, I, I've never seen table. anyone go, Wee. You know, that, that gave me Adam Gase vibes. <laughs> no, that, that's a one-of-one. One yeah, it is. Bro. Moving on to number seven, the Raiders pick, Tyree Wilson. I thought, I thought clearly he fell a little bit because of his foot concern, but... He did, but he didn't fall that far. When, number seven. No, nah, yeah, but uh, when we picked, when, when he got picked, we were all watching, I was like, oh, there's our Chandler Jones replacement. And then yep. this comp came up, Chandler Jones. I was like, oh, wow, look, exactly. look at that. So, I mean... That's he's that's uh same animosity yeah. same measurables. Max Crosby's best friend now. Exactly, um, legit Max Crosby. And that's also that's also just a good pick to make. You know, if, like the Raiders had a weird off season, very weird off season, questionable moves, stuff that didn't make much sense. I feel like the Raiders in general are just a weird team. They are, yes. Yeah, so, but to go in there and just grab a guy like Tyree Wilson, it's an A plus pick. You can't it go is. wrong with that. It is. Uh, what do you guys build, think? Building the trenches, yeah. you know, just you you really. Can't get worse with drafting Tyree Wilson. You just, just look at the tape. Look yeah. at the tape. Look at his measurables. He's six six with a wingspan of like seventy eight inches or eighty two inches. Yeah, legit. He does remind me of JPP. But what do you guys think, Brady? Oh uh, yeah, again you guys hit it on the head. Uh, he's a he's a great player. Uh, another guy with great uh, physicals. <laughs> The guy that can make a difference immediately, and yeah. I mean, he'll, he'll do what he can do for the Raiders. They got a they got a new quarterback. Their offense is good. They needed a defensive pick. They, yeah, they needed a replacement for Chandler Jones. So he's Frevel. still there, but kind of just not good last year. But yeah. all right, Frevo, they need an immediate pass. <laughs> right, you guys hit it on the head there. All right, so we'll, so we'll move to number eight, which is kind of a questionable pick. It was, it was the first pick of the draft where it, no one expected this guy exactly. to go here. Exactly. But yeah, Bijan Robinson went number eight to the to the uh, Falcons. They already have Tyler. What's his last name? Algier. Algier. That's how you pronounce it. Algier. He had what a thousand a sneaky one thousand yard season last year. They have Cordell Patterson, even though he's kind of moved over to wide receiver. He can still he's get cut. He can still yes. run running back. That's true. He probably will get cut. He's a little bit of a, a liability in terms of money. But now they have Bijan Robinson and Tyler Algier. This is gonna be a scary, scary duo. No more excuses for Desmond Ritter. No, no, none at all. None at no. all. You don't have money to begin with, but you know you look at what they've done the past three drafts. Mm. Kyle Pitts fourth overall, 
Uh, Drake London, eighth overall. Bijan Robinson, eighth overall. That's three cornerstone pieces on offense. Mm, and one of them's a blue, blue, blue chip athlete. Two of them are Bijan and that's true. Fitz. Yeah, yeah Fitz. and they have a good O line there. You know, they, I think they brought back Caleb McGarry or, or whoever their guard was. I think it was Caleb McGarry. I don't know if that was a tackle or not, but Bijan will have a good offensive line, and he has a, a good, you know, just running back room in general. Will, will he have a better? Offensive. Will he have a better rookie year than Tyler Algier? Yes. We'll see. Yes, for sure. Um, but Trevor, what do you think about you know the running back going so high? I know your Lions did it at twelve. We'll go. We'll get into that when we get there. But what do you think about the the uh, Bijan pick at eight? I think it'll be good for him. Um, I like their offense even more now. They yeah. don't really have excuses to suck. No. Uh, but more than anything. <laughs> Their 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 running backs are just good now. I mean, they have a really good running back room. And you Tyler Algier is good. You could have argued maybe they get a defender somewhere. Their defense is pretty lackluster, but yeah, I, I like the player. I don't I know like if player, I like the yeah. pick to the team because it's just overload at that point. I don't but think it's an A pick. But I think B plus B. Because it is running back. Yeah. You don't pick them that high unless they're like. I mean, I'm not saying he's not good, but it's like the Atlanta and, didn't yeah. need to draft him. It was a luxury pick. So. It was definitely a luxury pick. They they could have gone with like an edge. Exactly. I think they could have gone with honestly Jalen Carter. Yeah, my my problem here with this pick is they had a lot of holes they needed to fill. Exactly. Defense. Did Miles Murphy even so, get drafted? Yeah, for okay. Okay. I forgot to. Now we're moving on to, in my opinion, not only my favorite pick of the draft, but the steal of the draft. The steal of the draft, Galen Carter at number nine to the Philadelphia Eagles, um, my part-time team. The uh, what? the Bears traded up one, or the Bears traded down one spot. Eagles traded up one spot. Just you know, pick up an extra fourth-round pick. Why exactly. not? But take it away, Caden. What 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 is the impact of this pick? The impact of this pick is massive, especially because we'll get into a guy we picked later on in the first round that Ugh. they all kind of come together in unity. But Galen Carter, out of Georgia. Who else is out of Georgia? Jordan Davis. When did we draft him? Last year. These Kobe guys Dean. had very, very, very good chemistry together. They were one of the best defenses in college football history. If that, not the best. Yeah, if not the 2021 uh, Georgia Bulldogs, we have, what, like six of the 11 players that were drafted out of that entire year? First that's, six. That's, in, that's incredible. More, than, Kobe, that. More than that. We have, I'm pretty sure it was six. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Eagles do. Yeah. yeah. Nicobe Dean. Um, I can't name them all off the top of my head, but you get the gist. It's just, they're all coming together, and they're going to, you know, they want them to play as, you know, they want that uh, chemistry from college. They want it to carry over. And and picking from the best defense of all time in college. Exactly. It's a great recipe. Really, you can't go wrong. I don't know how how he does it. And also, I want to elaborate on that. Like, a lot of teams are kind of, like, Joe one of the biggest, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, just pairing up college teammates is... Like proving to be really useful now in the mm-hmm. NFL, like and, it's, and you can see Eagles, like I said, Bengals, like two teams that use that to actually like do good, and that's kind of what the draft does for teams. Mm-hmm. I feel I feel like a, a, a team can do with the draft. But I guess you know, Trevor's <coughs> anything else with Jalen Carter? Uh, no, he was you know the best player in the draft at one point, but <laughs> overall at one point. Yeah. Good good pick. I think he'll do. I think he'll do monstrous yeah. things, honestly. I guess we can move forward to number ten. Number ten overall with Darnell. I know Wright. you like this pick. I know you do. I do. Darnell Wright to the to the Bears. I mean, uh, he was never projected to go this high, but I, I don't see the problem with it. I think he's a dominant right tackle, plug and play day one starter. Oh yeah. And you know they they were they were known as soon as they traded back. They were mocked tackles, and 
yeah, they wanted Paris Johnson, but so they couldn't get him. That's just the way the cookie crumbles. So I wouldn't even say they settled. They they, they, they got Darnold right. He's going to be a good starter for them. Someone to protect Justin. Right. Because yeah, God knows they need it. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys have any thoughts on that? Uh, good pick for the Bears. Uh, I don't, you know, I think they'll win an six, yeah. maybe seven games this year. I don't think they're going to be good. Um, but you know, Justin Fields needs some protection. I mean, he's getting him just running for his life exactly. every play. It's just not football. It's so, just kind of a joke. Yeah. But talking about blue chip athlete, yeah, you got to protect your blue chip, your blue chip athletes. And Justin Fields is no slight of blue chip athlete. So, yeah. Before we move on to the top ten, I kind of want to all, all of us do a grade for every single pick. So. We'll go from 1 to 10 real quick, just real, just real quickly. Um, Bryce Young, I'm going to give it an A. What do you guys think? I'll go A. A. Yeah. A. A all okay. around. C.J. Stroud, A. 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 Will Anderson, A+. Plus. A+. Plus, yeah, that's yeah. A, yeah, that's an A+. Plus right oh, yeah, they, they stole him. Anthony Richardson, I'm going to say A. I'm going to say A- minus here. A-, minus. yeah. I'll go like B-. Minus. Well, B+. Plus. B-. Minus. I, I, I agree with it. I, I understand it. Devon Witherspoon, I'm going to say B+. Plus. I'm going B+. Plus I'm gonna go I'll go A+. Plus there. A plus, I know know it's not a great... Like, um, they're just the best backfields, bro. Um, Paris Johnson, A+. Plus for me. A. I think that's an A. Yeah, I'll go A. Tyree Wilson at 7. Uh, I'll say A-. My, a. I'll, say, I'll give it an A-. I'll say A+. a plus. Yeah, I'm going to say they're A. Gonna be say a. Good. Bijan at, Bijan at 8. I'm going to say B-. Minus. B. I'm going to say, say B+. Plus. I'm going to say B+. Just because of the B athlete he is. The type of athlete he is. Jalen Carter, A+. Plus. A plus, A plus, yeah. A plus, plus. Don't know right, A. A. Definitely A plus. A minus. A minus, okay. Alright, um, <clears throat> now that we're caught up, uh, we'll move on to Peter Skaronsi went 11th overall to Tennessee. People thought this could be Will Levis, um, but, you know, Skaronsi was just sitting there, best player, best offensive lineman in the draft, just pure, purely offensive lineman. Um, might play guard for them, but, you know, they just needed some offensive line help. They had nobody there. Um, so there's nothing wrong with going and getting the best offensive lineman in the draft. Um, I'm gonna give it an A plus pick, but you guys, you want to elaborate more on that? Honestly, he had some. Well, he had some concerns about the size of his arms, and you know, coming into the draft. But you know, we've seen players move positions mm-hmm. to compensate for that, and I think he'll be no different. Yeah, it just it's just another another piece for 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 the Titans, and for them to just you know grab uh, a lineman so early. And you know, so a young, very good alignment to go, and then later in the draft they pick up Will Levis. Mm-hmm. So kind of like they're building up that offense for the future, and I really do like that. So I'm, I'm gonna go A minus. I'm gonna go A minus on this pick. I go A. A. Oh yeah, you guys already hit hit it on the head. Um, I'm gonna go A with this pick. Just cause he's wrong. So now next is probably the most polarizing pick of the it draft. Is. It is. Caden, Trevor, I'm gonna let you guys take this away. Number twelve. Jameer Gibbs, the Lions pick. We traded down with the Arizona Cardinals. Got that second round pick. Got that second round pick as well. Number thirty-four. I'm sure we'll talk about that a little mm-hmm. later. But you know, this one was. It was very. You know, at the time they drafted, I was like, "Whoa! Like, what did we just do?" You know, it was kind of a questionable pick. But later on in this in this podcast, you know, when we describe the rest of the picks that they made, I'll you know I'll, I'll say a little. I'll say a little something on on that, which makes me feel better about it. But in the moment, it didn't seem like a good pick. But now I'm thinking about it, and I've I've gotten time to digest the pick. I do actually really like it. You know, we just got rid of Swifty into the Eagles. It makes more sense now. Exactly, it makes a lot more sense now. And 
it kind of you could see even before that we weren't very happy with Swift. The writing was on the wall. It exactly, was. we were looking for a, a replacement, and we kind of just you know, we're, we're trying to revamp just not only our offense but our entire team as in general. Mm-hmm. Trevor, what do you think about that pick? All I have to say is if he actually has any kind of glimpse of <laughs> Jamal Charles, which is what his comp was, then they're gonna enjoy having him for sure. Oh yeah. So I I think it's an A pick like. I, I love the pick there. You know, I've seen people say that he's actually a better running back than Bijan Robinson. People have said Different that. styles. And, and for me, I think it's more about situational value. Definitely. When you need someone to fucking run somebody the hell over, I'd rather choose Jameer, Jameer Gibbs. Or you need someone to explode right out of a, you know, a, a hole, maybe Bijan Robinson. I think Bijan is a better pure running back. I think Jameer is more yeah. versatile. I think he's probably yeah. a better pass catcher, but... Mm. As a pure runner, I would say Bijan. But in open field, I'm not going to lie, I like Jimmy like Gibbs, bro. I like Jimmy Gibbs. Yeah, I think Bijan's the better running back. I mean, obviously, he... Both great backs, At, at this oh, pick, yeah. the Lions wanted their guy. They've they been eyeing him yeah. for a while. And a report came out saying that they were comfortable taking him a six. So they really loved yeah. Jimmy Gibbs. And it opens up your offense to a, to a point where Jared Goff can just step back, and if he doesn't have anybody down the field, and you just drop it off to this quick guy that's going to get at least five yards of play. Um, but Trevor, you, when the pick happened, you and I were talking about it. <clears throat> And the and during the, like while we were talking about it, the more we talked about it, the more I liked it because yeah. the way I described it is that is that Gabe is going to be a good player for the Lions, and, and I, I think if they didn't take him and, and he went let's say seventeen to whoever I, I don't know, but I think in a, in a redraft in two three years they'd probably be drafting Jameer Gibbs higher than that you know yeah. what I'm saying, um so for me I do like the pick um. And then back-to-back years, uh, the Lions drafted a num- uh, number one from Alabama at 12th overall with Jamison Williams true, and Jimmy yeah. Gibbs. So yeah. p- pretty cool uh, you know, thing right there. But yeah. I-, I do think Jameer Gibbs would be a-, a good pick or a good player for them, but I'm going to give it a C plus, B minus. I do think, like, no slouch on it, just because it is a running back and you're taking a running back very high. Yeah. But uh, I-, I don't think he would have been there at 18 now that I-, I see how the market was for him. But... um. I, I'm still gonna say C plus B minus. Trevor, you said A, right? I'm gonna give it an A flat, just because again it fills a hole. It does. It did. And if again, if he is anything like Jamal Charles, man, you guys guys. remember how good he was for the Chiefs, bro? He was a all franchise back for like six years, seven years. He was fucking good, bro. Now I'd love to see that in our him with Jamison Williams and his Detroit uniform offense. Fuck yeah! I'm going. I'm going B flat. B flat. I'm also gonna go B here. Okay. All right, um, I guess we can move on to the next pick, uh, number 13. With the most Packers pick of all time. Lucas Van Ness, the edge rusher out of Iowa. And uh, when this pick happened... You could say Clay Matthews. Uh, Not really. When this pick happened, I I was sitting next to Ty, and and I was like, well, that just reminds me of them when they picked Rashawn Gary. And then his comp came up, Rashawn Gary. I was like, oh, wow. So, um, and I think they got picked the the same exact pick, 13th overall. Mm. Um, Yeah, so it's a nice little, like... Coincidence, right? They there. need to break form and break that recipe, cause like, granted, it gives you sustainability, but it doesn't give you that game that you need to win in the yeah. fucking playoffs, bro. Like, I think it, it did feel a need though, cause Preston Smith saw he's, he's one foot out the door already, and you know they got younger, they got and pairing him with Rashawn Gary is a nice. Yeah, I feel like the Packers could have gone different. I feel they, like they, they could have gone JSN here. Like, you could here build depth and, yeah. later rounds there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the Lions have proven that. Uh-uh. I, I just wish. Brady, you, you you already said it perfectly. There, there's a way they could have gone that already makes sense. Like, ASN. Yeah. Pair your like, young quarterback with a with a that, solid young 
the young with a blue receiver. chip prospect. That's literally the, the definition. Not, no, he's not blue chip. Either way, like chip. you put Jay at center, right. oh, a receiver what? on that squad, and that pick, like the a premier he's receiver. Go off the Seahawks this year. Dude, Jordan Love's already gonna come on field with a full erection. He's gonna be ready to go. <laughs> okay. Like he's gonna fr- he's gonna rifle them downfield. But like I don't know, you, you just you're if you're gonna do the Aaron Rodgers thing with this guy, like. I don't know. In this modern day where everything is so fast, might not work out. For me, I like it. I, I'm on. What's your grade? I love the player, but like I don't. This is another Bajan thing to me. Like they, I feel like, bro, with their coaching, they could have replaced production with a like a mm. bunch of guys and just gone a different way. But I'll give it a C plus because I. The only reason I'm giving it a C plus is because I really like the player. Like that's a good player yeah. for them, yeah, but like player. they. Could have gone with something else. Yeah, I'm, way better. I'm literally the same as same as Trevor. I was about to say the same thing. You see, for me, I love the pick. Uh, me personally, I, I'm gonna give it an A, just because I, I think Lucas Van Ness will be a dominant player for them. And I think for reasons like like I said about the um, <laughs> reasons about the, the Jameer Gibbs pick, I think when it's all said and done in two three years, when they uh, when they when they do a redraft, I think Lucas Van Ness will be a really good player. And there's and there's nothing like I said. There's nothing wrong with filling the trenches. There's nothing wrong with grabbing an edge rusher. They get younger. They get a scheme fit. And it, it's it's a Packers guy too. It is. And you you could argue that maybe that yeah they could have gone JSN. But, or like you know, another you know what I'm saying like a receiver a tight end maybe I don't know that would have been two tight ends later on in drafts. They did yeah. They kind of j- did draft well later on, but like they could have got a linebacker, an edge, or a DT in, in the second round. In the second round, you know what I'm saying. But like I, I, I do know. like the pick. I, I like it. I'm, I'm gonna give it an A. I, I think I think it'll work out there. Um, I just think him and Rashawn Gary's just a dominant duo. But I guess we can move on to number 14. Um, you kind of saw a run on tackles, and then we saw the Steelers trade up right here a couple spots with the uh, Patri- or the, yeah the Patriots, and they grabbed Broderick Jones. You kind of you kind of see it was coming too. They yeah. really liked Broderick Jones coming. Wait, into who this picked draft. him? Uh, the Steelers. It was the last of the tackles, like the last of the top tackles. So the, the, they had to do it. They had, yeah, to jump, they, they had to jump the Jets. They had to jump Washington. But like at the same time, I think that was a good selection for for the main sack. That uh, the main point that <laughs> the, they're going to be preventing sacks on Kenny Pickett is yeah, what I was yeah. trying to you know initially get to there. But like I do like Kenny Pickett. We've talked about him a lot, and he just needs help. Yeah, he needs. He I'm does. glad they got younger there at that position, and he does seem like a Pittsburgh guy. He does. Like he those does. Georgia guys. Seem like Pittsburgh NFL players in college. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They have that grittiness and that professionalism to them that I, I can see them being coached by Mike Tomlin. So like I, I respect that pick. So what's your grade? Uh, probably a probably a B plus A. I'm gonna give it an A. Yeah, yeah, I'm also giving this an A. Caden? A. A minus. Yeah, good pick all around. But going on to another shocker at 15. Kind of a shocker for me. I don't yeah. know if it was for I any agree. other people. I would agree that it would be for other people. But Will McDonald at number 15. The edge at about uh, Iowa State, and it was a little surprising. An, it, yeah. it was surprising, but you know I watched his tape when they were playing it on the uh, the NFL draft, and I I hadn't really watched it before. He's a good player. Geez, this guy was he was he was an athlete. This he is was a hell of an athlete. Pass rusher right here. Um, he's a little bit older prospect. I think he's yeah. going to be twenty four this year. Experience. Um, but you know I'm pretty sure they cut Carl Lawson, so that's a Carl Lawson replacement. You could argue they could have gotten Nolan Smith, but clearly they wanted the more the little more. The refined guy, I guess you could say. Um, well, I, mean, I mean, this guy has tons of moves, quick hands, he's fast, and he's also pretty strong. This, this is just a pure DN right here. Some might say it's a reach, uh, maybe a little bit. Um, 
but I think it's a good pick all around. But good I, I can see this. Jits. I can see this one because they, they say that one third of the first round isn't good, one third is okay, and then one third is is good. I think this is the one third of. I think he'll fall into the one third that's like good but not amazing. You know, like I yeah. think he will be a good player for them. But I'm gonna give it a solid B. Uh, to me, I think he's gonna be another like Cody Pet. Yeah, just a uh, good, like, exactly. solid player. Solid yeah. player. Not, that doesn't, doesn't, you know, stand out that much, but just a guy you exactly. want. Exactly. Yeah, I haven't heard Quiddy Pay's name in a minute now. I'm going to give this a C. Trevor? I'll give it a C plus. Okay. I'm going to go C minus. C minus. Okay. Um, all right. And, you know I like this guy. Yeah. And next, uh, number 16, we have uh, the Washington Commanders, and they picked Emmanuel Forbes, a cornerback out of Mississippi. Um, just ball hawk, you know, they um, are came out today saying that they view him Kamardi. as like a Dominic Rogers Camardi, mm-hmm. and if he can if he can be like Dominic Rogers Camardi, then that's a good pick. Yeah, the only differences that you see between Manuel Forbes and Dominic Rogers Camardi is the size. there are some big ones. You know, you know Dominic Rogers Camardi was six two two oh five, when Manuel Forbes is six foot uh, one hundred sixty six pounds. One hundred sixty six exactly, but. I have heard Good reports. Player. I have heard reports that he is working with a nutritionist to get his weight up. And if he does do that, I say he resembles play as of Sauce Gardner. I have seen a lot of reports saying that he plays a lot like Sauce Gardner. He's a ball hawk. He's lengthy. He he's tall. He has the ability to jump routes really quickly, and he's locked down. Only one thing to say about this guy is he's an island corner. He's not. Yeah. Like the great corners we've seen in the past. Like um, and this is my favorite corner in the entire draft. Now, you could argue maybe they should have gone Gonzalez, maybe they should have gone Deontay Banks. But, I don't know. I, I like those guys better than Manuel Ford personally, but, you know, they haven't touched the field yet. So yeah. We, we don't know for sure. But, um, for me, I'm going to give it a, a B. I think it's a good, good, not great pick. I think they reached a little bit for him. But uh, at the same time, I don't, I don't think they reached a little bit. But yeah, I'm just gonna give it a solid B. But what do you guys think? I'll give it a B. Brady B. Kid, I'm gonna give it an A. A. All right, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, you're you're Amanda Forbes guy. And then uh, number 17, uh, like I just mentioned, Christian Gonzalez. The Patriots traded back and got potentially the best corner in the draft in Christian Gonzalez. Oh, you yeah. know, he's like your Patrick Sertan, that prototypical size, prototypical, prototypical speed, a pure cover corner, and physical scheme fit, just. Such a Bill Belichick pick, oh, yeah. and it just makes sense that a guy like him would fall to Belichick. Um, for me, I'm gonna give it an A. But you guys want to elaborate more on that pick and the impact of it and your grades? Coming out of Oregon, he looks like the clear-cut number one cornerback in the draft. For a while, yeah. Even when he had that amazing combine, he didn't. Yeah, he was one of the best, if not the best, cornerback at the combine. And he wasn't the first cornerback drafted. He wasn't the second cornerback drafted. He was the third. Mm-hmm. So it was a little bit surprising on that end. But will he be good in the NFL? I I, I do think so. I think so. I think he has not With only Belichick. The, exactly. Not only, not only has the physicals to you know match up in the in the NFL and play in the NFL and be good in the NFL, but he has the mentality as well. He knows ball. He knows the game. He's got a coach that is willing to make him great. And Trevor Brady. I gotta give it an A. Yeah, I also say A. Big way. Yeah, that's that's probably their next Stephon Gilmore right there. <laughs> but um, moving forward, number eighteen, and just lines again. But Trevor and Kane, I'll let you guys take it away once again. Uh, Jack Campbell, linebacker. Uh, he's he's a dog. I'm definitely giving this an A. He's, the passion, his knowledge of the game. He's a hard hitter, oh, yeah. gritty player, high motor. 
everything you want out of your future captain, your yeah. future Mike. So, uh, yeah, I, I give this an A plus. Played, in my opinion. He, he played with uh, Van Ness, Van Ness yeah. and, and Rather Moss. And Rather Moss. Hell yeah, that's a good American defense. <laughs> and, Why do you say that, bro? Oh, that's good. Just get some Iowa players. Yeah, Iowa. Good Iowa boys. Yeah, Iowa, sir. And I think they're going to make a good, good American impact on the NFL. Well, okay. What's your grade for this pick, Kenny? My grade for this pick? I think it's a lot better pick than y'all think. I think it's a lot better pick than a lot of people think. I'm going to give this one a B plus. See, me personally, I'm going to give it a C plus, B minus. Uh, the player's good. Yeah. But I think it definitely is a reach. Like I think they definitely could have got him second round, and I just don't like the thought of picking a linebacker in general, top twenty, unless it's you know. I honestly, Michael Parsons. I honestly actually like this pick, man. Uh, I, I feel it. so. Go ahead, Brady. Just go ahead, just go. All right, yeah, but uh, anyway, but, uh, Jack Campbell. I, I just think picking a linebacker that early just—it's not great anyway, unless it's uh, Patrick. I mean, not Patrick Queen. Uh, Roquan Smith, Micah Parsons, guys like that. I don't think Jack Campbell is that. But, like, Trevor Sidey is your future team leader. He's your future Mike. So, uh, it is a good pick. He's probably the best linebacker in the draft. But I just think they probably did reach on him a little bit. So, I'm going to give it a B plus, C minus. But go ahead, Brady. Yeah, I like this pick. Uh, I, I mean, when, when you want someone like the Lions do, I mean, you need someone like a linebacker. You need someone to control your offense. Defense. I'm watching or your defense. My bad. You, I've been watching Jack Campbell for a while at Iowa. I, I I think he's a really good player. He's a he, he's a tough player. He always gets be, gets back up. Like faces the next play like it's the first one. Uh, I think they got a great, pretty good player right there. Yeah, you call that you call that high motor. And uh, that's what, I'm that's gonna give this a B plus. But moving forward, Brady number nineteen with the Bucks. Why don't you take this one away? Uh, collage you can see not a pick you'd expect at this position, but I mean I I like the pick. It's a good pick. I mean, the Bucks could have gone really anywhere here. I mean, they could have picked Will Levis if they wanted to, but I, I don't think that would have been a good pick. I, I think you stick with Trask, but uh, they could have gone corner. They could have gone uh, number of ways. Yeah, honestly, they could have even gone Christian Gonzalez right there. He's already gone. Oh, he's already gone. My bad. But uh, yeah, there, there's a lot of corners and and even edges they could. That Miles Murphy they could have picked. Yeah. But I think Kalajic Kansas is a great pick. Still good. He'll pair up nice with Vita. Good pass rusher, and I I think that's a. Uh, I'm going to give it a C-plus because they could have gone different ways, but I, mean, I like the pick. To me, that's kind of a statement draft because they're not going out there to get someone that makes them Over immediately the good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like They could have gone out there and gotten Will Levis to change their, you know, their quarterback room, get a young name in there, get a young gun in there. But to me, this seems like the, you know, they're, they're not planning to be that good next season. I agree. And they're, they're going with a D-tackle because it's a safe pick. It is. It's the safest pick you can make at the, at the position they were at. And uh, honestly, all in all, good pick. You know, good pick for the future of the defense. But was it a, a direct pick to make them better for next year? I don't think so. I think it's just a, a just another it's a future solid pick. It's a yeah. future building pick. You know what um, I mean? To me, it reminds me of when they picked Vita. You know, everyone thought they should have took Derwin James, and they took Vita at, at I believe twelfth overall. And you know that turned out to that turned out to work in their favor. Oh yeah, it did. Um, but I think they're just this season. They knew that. They might be bad, but they're putting it in Baker's hands. And yeah. that can be good or that can be bad, but it was Bike. bad, it still works out. Because then maybe they have a shot at Caleb Williams or Drake Payne next year. It's a beer-drinking quarterback. Um, but uh, grade-wise, grade, grade wise, I'm going to give it a, a B. It's a good pick, but, you know, it's like Brady said, it's, it's not an outstanding pick, but it's just a, 
he'll pair well next to Vita for sure. It's good pass rusher from the interior. I don't think it's a, an immediate impact. Pick. No. So that's why I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go B. Yeah, to B minus. What do you think, Trevor? I'll go B. B. Yeah, just solid. Yeah. Yeah. So number twenty with the Seattle Seahawks, they pick Jackson Smith and Jigba. Earlier on, they picked Devin Witherspoon. So they're you know they're going doing two sides of the ball here, picking up something they actually. Some people said they don't they didn't really need him, but you, know, you kind of always you know, he's there. JSN's there mm-hmm. at number twenty. Pick him. And you can always use three receivers. Always three receivers. Three receivers, receivers. And Lockett's not getting any younger. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know they improved drastically on the perimeter. Oh yeah, they, on they, they, honestly they they improved so much. You know everywhere on all sides of the ball, you know, all around their entire team. This this draft. This is a very good draft for the Seattle Seahawks. Um, uh, yeah, it's just. That offense is loaded. I mean, they have, they have offensive line pieces they drafted in, in the past couple of years. They, you, know, you know, Kenneth Walker, they drafted Zach Charbonnet, which we'll get into later. Obviously, DK is there. It's Gino. Gino has all the weapons in the world to, to succeed. And they, and they made the playoffs last year, and I think they could win some playoff games this year. Do not sleep on them. It's kind of another Tyler Lockett, honestly, to me. It looks like another Tyler Lockett. Nah, I think he's a much different player than Lockett. Lockett's more of the outside. I said they have the same corner. I mean, not the same, uh, same ceiling. Yeah, I mean, I think JSN is going to be going to be a good player for them, but you know, he's that, that you, you know you have DK and Lockett, the burners on the sideline. You have you have JSN just slot receiver, exactly quick Shifty, down the middle, like getting open, right? So I think he's a perfect complement from now and the future with DK. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, A plus pick. What do you guys think? I'll give it an A. I'll go A plus as well. You guys want to elaborate anything else on that? Your thoughts or anything? I think it's just more playmakers for Pete Carroll. They had a great draft. Exactly. So we'll see what they can do. See if Gino can replicate it with these uh, weapons he has now. Brady, what do you think? What's your grade? Uh, JSN, I think that's an A+. Plus, honestly. A plus, yeah. you, you got a guy that, you, that anybody could have taken in the first 15 picks. They got JSN at 20. And, yeah, you got, him, you got a steal at 20. So I think he's going to pair up nice with Gino and the quarterback in the future eventually. So back-to-back. Actually, back-to-back-to-back-to-back receivers. That's pretty crazy. We'll get into the other ones later. But Quentin Johnston at 21 to the Chargers, to the Los Angeles Chargers. That is crazy. I almost said San Diego Diego Chargers. But uh, the Chargers, you know, they're just building up with that that offensive depth. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, now Quentin Johnston. It just, you know... Honestly, like I, I saw a report uh, earlier on in the offseason, a couple a couple months ago, about potentially Keenan Allen leaving, and I don't know how true that was. I don't, I don't know if that is even not even like you know relative or or anything like that. But you know, with the way this offense is going and the way this entire team is going, it just seems like they're they're building just to get so much so much better, cultivating so much talent, just because they need that talent. Mm-hmm. I mean. To, you, just to make it to the Super Bowl, you got to get past some of the best teams in the league. You know, the the Bengals, the Bills, the, the Chiefs, now the Jets. Exactly. Now the, the Jets, Dolphins. the Dolphins. Now, you have to be a top tier offense to get past these. Get past these teams, and that's it's really what they're trying to cultivate. It isn't. It isn't Herbert. It is. They gave him the weapons. I'll give it a B plus. Exactly. B plus. Now it's his decision if he wants to succeed. Um. So for me, uh, I don't love the pick. <laughs> I, I obviously there's nothing wrong with you know giving some firepower to Justin Herbert, but I'm just, I, I wasn't really that high on Quentin Johnston. But you, you clearly see the type of receiver that they like. They like bigger receivers. You know, they got Mike Williams there. He's six four. Quentin Johnston six three. But um, 
to me, this means that they, they definitely want to keep Keenan Allen because you know him and Quentin Johnson are two completely different receivers. Yeah. Um, but you know, I think it is a good pick. But I, I'm gonna say B. Um, and honestly, if if Mike Williams, and I mean, if um, if 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 Quentin Johnston can learn a few things from Mike Williams mm-hmm. and kind of change up his and, play and, style, and uh, Keenan Allen, exactly, be a little bit more physical, be a little bit more aggressive because he has Better the frame hands. and size to to do it. You know, maybe stop being a body catcher, go out there and be like Mike Williams and you know, snag that bitch with your hands. I think Zay Flowers and Jordan Addison could could have been might be a better pick, but you know, like you, have, like you said, you guys have not been on the field yet, so. We will see, but I'm going to give it a B, but I guess we can go around real quick. Trevor, you already gave yours. Yeah. Uh, but Brady and Yeah, Kate. I like adding another weapon to uh, Herbert's arsenal. Good yeah. pick. Solid pick at, at 19. I mean, you get a solid one. I'm tripping, boys. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a solid pick. You're adding a huge, another big receiver. They like big receivers in, in L.A. now, so, I mean, you're getting a solid receiver out of Quentin Johnson. I like the pick. I like adding another weapon to Herbert's. Uh... You have a C plus. C plus. Yeah. If you would have gone anywhere else, I would have ranked it a little bit lower. But because Mike Williams is there, and I think that Quinn Johnson can develop with Mike Williams, just because you know they're kind of like you know, a lot of. I see a lot of people you know comparing them a lot and see what they what Quinn Johnson can be as Mike Williams. So for that reason only, I'm gonna bump it up a little bit to a B minus. Okay. So I guess we can move forward. Uh, Baltimore Ravens. They drafted Zay Flowers, who actually ran Boston College. He's like your Antonio Brown, your Steve Smith, just a small yeah. guy who's dominant. Mm. Um, I think he should have went earlier than this. I think the Chargers should have got him. I think Seattle could have could have got him. But to me, this is just a Ravens pick. Like he, he's gonna work well with Lamar with Odell. Lamar, he has no more excuses anymore. He has weapons now. He does. I mean, you know, they, obviously, you, we got to see how these guys pan out. We got to see how, how Odell looks. Zay Flowers is a rookie. Obviously, Mark Andrews is still there, but. They just resigned Lamar, and they, they gave him some weapons. So Lamar can't complain anymore. Ravens fans cannot complain anymore. Yeah, yeah. he'll go mid until week six, yeah. get an injury, then sit until playoff time, and then miss the playoff miss game. Miss the playoffs, yeah. No, I, just refuse the I mean, like, bro, I, I I like the pick. They're finally doing something to help Lamar, like you're saying, and I agree with what you're saying, but, like, bro, the past two healthy. years, bro, I, I haven't seen any consistency from Lamar Jackson. I don't know what the fuck the whole world's talking about when they talk about him sometimes. They, um, they fired Greg Roman. They got that OC out of there. But I mean, I thank think God. I had an effect on it. So I don't know who their OC is now, but hopefully he can, you know, just create a better offense, yeah. a better scheme, help out Lamar. Zay Flowers. I mean, bro, I, I feel like, bro, everyone's, everyone kind of rides his dick, bro. They do. Bro, they, they, do. do. They, they do. Like, bro, oh, yeah. he's not even, like, bro, he hasn't even been that good. He isn't like he had that but one good fucking year, bro. Not even MVP at unanimous. And this isn't a combo about Lamar, bro, but like I don't know what he's gonna do with all these new pieces, you know what I'm saying? Like that's my one argument. I, I think he can work well with it. If he can play like we we talk about the USFL, I think if you play in structure, don't do too much, play safe. I think Lamar is smart. Lamar is yeah. a smart quarterback. Yes, no, but they need a clean structure. Yeah, they, they do. They, they need a better structure. Just, uh, yeah, de- definitely. I trust the new OC. I don't know much about him. I don't even know his name. Like I don't know who it is, but. I just trust it'll be better than Greg Roman. Uh, uh, but grade-wise, I'm going to give this pick an A. Zay Flowers seems so so much like a Baltimore Raven. It's he does. Not even funny. Even he does. before the draft, he seemed like a Baltimore Raven. He kind of just fits the profile. And for that reason, I'm, I'm going to go B+, plus, A-. Minus. What do you think, Brady? Uh, I'm going to get B+. Plus. I, I don't know about the, the 
the money situation. I don't think they should have given Lamar that much money. I think they were they had to though. Yeah, it's either team. that or drop your quarterback. Yeah. But I honestly would have just restarted from the ground up, traded up maybe a little bit, and and I mean you couldn't do it with Lamar, but uh, I would have traded up a little bit and probably picked quarterback or edge. But I, I mean Zay Flowers is a good pick. Imagine they, plus it, for their offense right now. I think that's a good that's a good pick. Imagine say say that resigning didn't happen with Lamar. What if they picked Will Levis there? And that would be crazy. Quarterback. That would be crazy. It would have been a starting quarterback. Yeah, he would have, because Lamar wouldn't have played. Yeah, no. Um, but I guess we can move forward to number 23 now. It's Jordan Addison to the Vikings. Just adding a good separator, good weapon next to next to Justin Jefferson. I think these two are going to be good running good running mates. You know, two similar style guys. And, you know, Jordan Addison, he... He had his question marks, but who better to work with than the best receiver in the NFL? Exactly, yeah. Um, so, but this means another year of Kirk, another year of probably a first round exit. But um, maybe some mid, some more mid. Yeah, but uh, you know, Captain Mid, Jordan Addison though for his pick, I'm gonna give that an A as well. I think it fits a need. They did need a receiver. They did. I think it does fill a need, and he's gonna be a day one starter. So yeah, it doesn't get better than that. Yeah, they did fill that gap of Adam Thielen, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna give it an A minus. So. To me, Brady, just, how about your, oh, sorry. Oh, to me, it just seems like another guy to you know create depth and, and create separation in that backfield. Pressure off of Jefferson. Exactly, as well. you know, a lot of pressure off of Jefferson, especially if Jordan Addison turns into a uh, you know, a, a good receiver and a top you know, potentially a top ten receiver, which is it's possible. Is not out of the reaches for any of these first round receivers, and Jordan Addison is definitely no slouch. No, he's not. And you know, it's just. What can he bring, and what does he offer to the Vikings offense? I didn't watch him a lot last. I didn't watch him a lot in college. So I don't know a lot about him, but I, I do know what the Vikings need and and you know, what, what they can do. And I say, you know, from what I've heard, he brings them. Mm-hmm. Brady, um, yeah, Brady. Yeah, I mean, they're a team that doesn't really need anything anywhere. Like at the moment, I think you pick a solid weapon on offense. Maybe they could pair use a him corner, up, Pair him up with Kurt Cousins. Yeah. And uh, and Justin Jefferson, you already yeah, you're taking pressure off Jefferson, so I mean that's always good. All right. So uh, you know some of the they honestly to me I think they could have gone Deontay Banks here, but you know I'll let Logan cover that next pick. Yeah. So um next pick the Giants we traded up one spot, so obviously we wanted a receiver, and up until pick twenty it was looking good. You know where was we wanted Zay Flowers? He went twenty two, but literally twenty twenty one twenty two twenty three. Their entire receivers just right there just went away, and I, and so the Giants, you know, they saw that and they saw a, another dominant player on their board and decided to trade up one spot, and we grabbed Deontay Banks, the corner cornerback out of Maryland, and, and I love this pick. Um, he's gonna he's gonna be a day one starter for us, and I, honestly, in my opinion, I don't see much of a difference between Deontay Banks and and Devon Witherspoon. You know, obviously I'm a little bit biased because the Giants are my team, but um. I mean, I, I think Deontay Banks has the potential to be a top five corner in the league. You know, he, he had one of the best combines ever from a corner. Um, he was great. He was locked down in college. He only gave up fifty yards. Or, or, he only gave up over fifty yards one time in his whole college career. Wow. Um, he was dominant against. I'm almost say dominant. He was good against uh, Marvin Harrison Jr., who, who torched everybody. Um, and I have a friend who's an Ohio State fan, and in that game, like uh, he, my friend was talking about that game, he said, "No, like Deontay Banks is a good player," and and. and I was high on him too. Like, I had him going, you know, in the teens, and potentially he could have been top ten just because you know his combine was insane. He he had a com- combine on the likes of Patrick Peterson and, and Tariq Woolen, Deion Sanders, and that's great company, great company to be around. 
So, um, for me, A plus pick. The fact that they got a guy who was, who could potentially be could, could have been a top ten pick at pick twenty four, and, and he's, he's clear first round player. And, and you see in those later in the back end of the first round that there's only there's a limited amount of first round grades that teams have on guys. But Deontay Banks, I'm sure he's a first round grade on every team's draft board. And for the Giants to get a pick twenty four, I mean A plus yeah. pick. It doesn't get any better than that. I'll give it an A plus. A plus. Brady. Um, I'm gonna give this one a B plus, just because like you could have gone different ways, but you had to get a corner there. What else could be a gun though? I mean, you could have gone wide out, but Wait, they kind of got yeah. sucked up. I mean, I like I like the weight and pick. Maybe maybe maybe. And, and they they still got a solid receiver in Jalen Hyatt in the yeah. later rounds. So Which we'll talk about this soon. But to me, it just it's maybe maybe we could have got <coughs> John Michael Smith, but we got him second round. So to me, it was just a clear cut only pick that made sense at that time. You know, like like I said, maybe Miles Murphy, maybe Nolan Smith, but. Not as big of needs as Deontay Banks is, and you know, it was, he, it was a steal. So, but um, Caden, what do you think? What, what are your thoughts on this pick? What's your grade? Honestly, I feel like y'all did need a cornerback. Oh, definitely. I'm not very happy about playing Deontay Banks two times a year now. I'm sure you're not very happy about playing Jalen Carter. No, and not Mark at Smith. all. I'm very upset about that actually. But uh, you know, Deontay Banks is definitely going to be a very, very, very pivotal piece in that defense. And honestly, to me, is a very good pick. And at that point, at number twenty-four. I wasn't too surprised that he fell. He kind of went you know, where I expected him to go. But for him to be the fourth off the board, that was, you know, the fourth cornerback off the board, that was the more surprising part to me. But that is an A-plus for me. That is an A-plus pick to me. You can't go wrong. Cannot go wrong with Deontay Banks. I guess now is a good time we can move on to the Buffalo Bills. They were at pick 27. So, obviously, the Jags had pick 24. Giants had 25. We traded up. So then there was the, the Jags at pick 25, and they, they swapped picks with number 27 with the Bills. And the Bills got Dalton Kincaid, the tight end out of Utah. Dalton, good, good pass catcher, good good American. Um, Obviously, the Bills wanted a pass catcher. I think he's a God-fearing American. I think he is, too. Is he, is he Utah, a beer probably, drinking? probably a Mormon. Is he a beer-drinking tight end? He's probably a Mormon. He's from Utah. Oh, well, he's a Mormon. He's but, a God-fearing. Um, Mormons don't drink, son. Oh, yeah, he's not a beer drinker. <laughs> He's not, not a beer drinker, drinker anymore. God fearing American. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Sorry. clearly the Bills wanted a pass what catcher. Is? And, and with all the receivers, uh, all the first round receivers off the board, they just got the next best thing. That was the best pass catcher tight end. And um, you know he has. Sh- they they say he has shades of Travis Kelsey. I won't say that because Travis Kelsey is one of a kind. Yeah. But just don't get Katie. It's kind of a weird pick because they have Dawson Knox there and they just signed him last offseason. So it's kind of like like what happens with Dawson Knox, but you know just just for you know Duncan Cade's sake, the pick on him, I think I'll give it a B plus. Um, he's dominating, probably the best tight end we've seen in the draft since Kyle Pitts, and you know next year we got Brock Bowers, but um, yeah, just a, a good tight end prospect and good pass catcher, day one starter for the Bills. But what do you guys think? You know. Yeah, honestly, to me, you know, it fills it fills that need to kind of pair up. You know that what, what isn't there? Isn't there other uh, oh D- Dawson? Dawson that's, Knox, that's the yeah. name, Dawson. I thought his name was also Dalton, but uh, yeah, Dawson Knox. Yeah, it's always good to have one good tight end, but to have a dual tight end setup and is two is different skill sets too. Like, exactly. Dawson's yeah. Dawson's a great red zone threat. Dalton's a great separator. Mm-hmm. Great. Dawson and Dalton. But. It, it is it is pretty cool. Dawson and Dalton. To me, that's God fearing American men. God fearing Allen. Yes, sir. God fearing American men. <laughs> Too many God fearing American yes, men sir. on that I'm team. One team. To me, that's a B plus pick. Yeah, I agree. I don't B+. think he's gonna make them 
you know, all that better. I don't really think it's that possible to make the Bills that better already. You know, they're already a very good team, you know, top five. But uh, the, what they, he, they, they needed that exactly, extra weapon, Exactly. What he can bring on that offense is a, a, another great pass catcher, another great, you know, just another great offensive weapon Take for the off Diggs. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe Gabe Davis won't be just mid this year. You know, I'm, I'm never picking him in fantasy oh, again. He'll probably be mid again. Um, He's a mid receiver. But uh, So I give it a B plus. Can you give it a B plus? Trevor and Brady, what do you guys think? I'll give it a B. B? What do you think, Brady? Um, yeah, I'm going to give it a B as well. Okay. Yes. Solid pick all around. Number twenty six with the Cowboys. You know, honestly, to me, I don't think they they pick the best tight end at that. Uh, not tight end. The best D tackle at that at that point. With Mozzie Smith, out of Michigan. You know, I haven't honestly, I haven't seen any tape on this guy either. Uh, Logs, I bet you have. So if you take that one away. Um. So who do you think they could have taken Brian Brzee? I think they should have taken Brian Brzee. So the difference, the reason why they took Mozzie over Brzee is those guys are completely different players. They're both listed at D tackle, but we'll, Mozzie's your typical run stuffer. Right? Okay. You're, you're a guy yeah. that takes up two blocks. You're you're, you're zero. Mm-hmm. Guy, but on the center, you're zero. You're Jordan Davis. Yeah. So um, you know Brzee is more of that three tech, that five tech. You know, just a guy that feeds off of that zero guy, you know? Exactly, yeah. And and the Cowboys, you look at their defense, and literally their roster, it was kind of a complete roster. Complete defense. So, but they were lacking that run stuffer, you know? And I hate it because the Giants have to play against that D-line twice a year. Um, but, you know, Mozzie, he's going to be a good good guy next to Micah Parsons, good guy next to Demarcus Lawrence. A dominant D-line, and just a Cowboys pick. So, f- for me, it's... I'm not going to give it an A, just because... I'm not that. I think it's a little rich for the players, but I'll give it a good B plus. I think he will be he will be good for Dallas. He won't, he won't let the stat sheet, but B yeah. plus. I'm, I'm, a, I'm gonna give it a B minus. I don't think it's that you know that amazing of a pick to me. I, again, I think they could have gotten a, you know a different ta- a different uh, D tackle that was on the board, maybe tight end or something. Exactly. But you know, got one later. They, yeah, they got they got shoemaker later on, and another Michigan guy by the yeah. way. But. Um, it does kind of like fill that need for what they wanted. It's kind of like pick your poison. I, I guess that's what you're trying to say in in terms of different styles of play between Brezzy and, and Smith. You know, again, you're saying run stuff, run stuffer, and kind of you know pass rusher. Like they want, they wanted to go with that that other you know situational value pick mm-hmm. with in Mozzie Smith. You guys, you want to say anything about that? I got a C plus on that one. C, C plus. plus. Yeah, I don't really know a lot about Mozzie Smith, so I'll give it a C. I don't, I don't really. I don't, I'll go by the position, like. Uh, moving forward, number 27, uh, the Jaguars traded down a couple spots, two different trades, but they got Anton Harrison. He's kind of the last tackle, uh, last first-round grade tackle available. You know, they lost Jawan Taylor. He signed a huge deal to go to the Chiefs. But I don't know how good Anton Harrison is. I think he is pretty good. I haven't watched the tape on him, but, you know, it fills a need, and it's about where he could have went. So, I mean, it doesn't get better than that. So, I'm going to give it an A. I'm going to give it an A. I'll give it an A as well. What do you guys think? A. Uh, Honestly, it, they needed someone to go in there and protect Trevor. Mm-hmm. You know, Trevor's just, he's in the blossoming point right now in his career. And right now, it's more important to defend him now than any other point in his career. Mm-hmm. It's just, he's on that de- you know, developmental stage. And right now, it's just such an important part to get those young pieces around him and really succeed when you have your chance. And, you know, with Anton Harrison, is no different. A, a great piece to add to that O-line. Especially with the addition of what's his name that left? Uh, Cam Robinson. Cam Robinson. I think he's hurt or in trouble or something like that. I don't know. But, but uh, they needed a tackle. Exactly. I'm, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give that one a uh, I'm gonna give it an A. 
I think it was a good pick. All right. Yeah. Moving forward, another steal is uh, Miles Murphy went number twenty-eight to the Bengals. You know, just a scheme fit. He, he, I thought he could have went earlier than this. Yeah. He probably should have went earlier than this. But I mean, just just bringing more fire to that edge edge room, and they already have Trey Hendrickson. Is that his name? Yeah, Trey Hendrickson. Yeah. yeah. And, and um, I think can I make a group Hub, vote for Hubbard. this? Sam uh, Hubbard. This um, grade. I'm gonna go A plus. A plus. Group vote. Is that all? I will go on? A plus on that. Yeah. Okay. They also have uh, who's the guy that the, the Chiefs game? He was he was balling throughout the game, but then he had that penalty at the end. Not Trey Boogie Basham. Not Trey Hendrickson. No. Oh, um, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, you know you know what I'm talking about. I forget his name right now. I'll look it up in a second. But you know they have they have a deep edge group there. So I'm gonna give it an A plus, and I think we all kind of kind of nailed it there. Okay, and why don't you take away the next pick? Twenty nine, Brian Bressy going to the Saints. To me, this is a great, great, great pick by the Saints. For the Saints to come in and you know revamp this, you know revamp their defense the past couple years that. The addition of Tyron Matthew and a couple pieces here and there in the draft, they just stopped on talent with this draft. And they started out with Brian Brzee. Brian Brzee is going to be in there, and he's. You know, I hate to play him twice a year, uh, you know, because I'm, I'm I'm also a Bucks fan, but uh, you know, it, it was kind of. I remember at the start of the draft, you know, you see him mocking, getting getting mocked very very early, and then. He kind of had those high, you know, low motor problems, and uh, you know, a lot of criticism here and there. He's not the best D tackle. He's definitely not the best D lineman in this draft. But he's a former five-star exactly. prospect. Exactly, former five-star prospect, and former number one recruit in the country for his position. It's just you really can't go wrong with that pick, especially when you're at 29. And, that's, a, that's a steal. And the Saints, they lost so many D linemen this offseason. Mm-hmm. Cam Cam Hayward, Cam right? Jordan, Cam Jordan. He's 34 years old. Um, so they needed to get younger, and they did with Brzee. You know, he had a down year, but he had a lot going on this season. You know, I think I believe his sister passed away. So, R.I.P. to her, and shout out to Brian Brzee for keeping keep going with his career. But mm-hmm. yeah, you know, it, it fills a need, and it, it's a high upside pick. It, it is. So me, I'm 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 gonna give it an A. I'm gonna give it a B. A minus. I'll say A minus. B. I'll give it a B plus. I'm I'm gonna give it a B just because of what he brings right now. I don't think is just the best, but what he can bring. Is definitely why it brings it up to a B. And the, the Saints just had to get they had to get D line in the first yeah, round. They, they really did need to. But Kane, okay, once you get the next pick. Whew, now, you know, I said the last Eagles pick was the steal of the draft at number nine when we got Jalen Carter, but this one might actually be the steal of the draft at number thirty. We somehow got away with picking Nolan Smith out of Georgia. And, you know, he was the fastest player at his position in the combine. I believe he ran what was it, like a four three eight, something like that. Yeah, four three eight at D lineman is crazy. He's gonna be in the backfield left and right. You know, we got we got Jordan Davis and Jalen Carter in the center, and then we got Brandon Graham and Nolan Smith in the edge. Coming into this draft, we had some of the most we had one of the most empty D line. We we needed help on our D line. We had a lot of guys that are leaving, aging. Yeah. aging you know, just you know, we had Jordan Hargrave go to go to Javon uh, Hargrave go to uh, Niners, the Niners, yeah. and that was just that was just a big hit for us. And Fletcher honestly, I forgot about Hassan Reddick too. You know, yeah. all these different pieces are gonna come in and just it's just gonna be melody. And it's also another piece in that that 2021 Georgia defense. Yeah. I don't know how how Roseman does it, but like they literally have two good starting D lines in Philly, from Georgia. Yeah, um, but grade wise, once you, you start, grade wise. 
Honestly, I think I can speak for everyone here when I say A+. Plus. I agree, yeah. It's just, yes. we got Nolan Smith at number 30. Yeah. Like, I, I thought he could have went top 10. I mean, I, I think he could have... Honestly, I think we could have picked him at number 9. Yeah. If Jalen wasn't there. Carter wasn't there. If he wasn't there, I think we would have picked him at number 9. I wanted us to pick him at number 9 if Jalen Carter wasn't there. It would have been a smart pick. But I we can move on to number 31 now. Number 31, the Kansas City Chiefs picked Felix and DK Uzama. And I haven't watched much tape on this guy. Neat. So I can't really speak much on him. But, you know, it's the Chiefs. And, you know, they, they know what they're doing. And, you know, they did need an edge rusher. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if Frank Clark's there anymore. I think he is. Is he? Or D Ford, whoever it is that they have. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it definitely filled a need. But I'm going to give it a B. I, like I said, I don't know much about the guy, but... Yeah, I'll say B. I'll yeah. give it a B as well. I'm going to give it a B as well. I don't really know much about Felix. Yeah, I, I don't really know a lot about him. Right, now, moving on to round two and three. We're, we're only going to brief on a couple guys here. We're not going to go through every single pick, but I think we can start with uh, Joey Porter, yeah. uh, number 32 to the Steelers. And I think everyone knew this was going to happen like after the first round ended because Joey Porter should win the first round. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, he sta- his, bad, his dad played the Steelers, Some, now he is. Somehow he stayed in, in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Even in the first in the first round, it was, it was uh, I remember we had him mocked to, to you know, at number, at number 16 to the, to the, uh, oh my God, commanders. yeah, to the Commanders. We had him mocked to the Lions, to the Steelers, to the Steelers, so many places all over the first round, and somehow he ended up going to the Steelers anyway. So it, it just seemed like a... Uh, a made-to-be pick. Like it was before the draft, it was already decided that he yeah. was going to go to Pennsylvania. He was going to go to Pittsburgh. So yeah, I think that's an A plus pick. He's, and it fills a need too, and it, it kind of is a steal. So I'll give it an A plus. What do you guys think? Definitely an A plus. They they stole him there at thirty-two there in the second round. So and he seems like a Tomlin guy. So yeah, I, I, I love the pick. Yeah, that's a great pick. A plus pick. I think that's an A. Okay. I'm gonna go as well. And then num- num- pick 33, we saw the Titans trade up and grab Will Levis, the guy that they were probably were thinking about taking out at number 11. I think they were as well. Uh, I thought, I mean, Lil- Will Levis was, wasn't, I don't think he was that great, but I think he shouldn't have fallen to the second round. I think he yeah, should have yeah. been a first round pick. I think he should have, the way he deserved it. Um, but, but it definitely does take off a little bit of the pressure of yeah. bust potential. He does, and he doesn't have that fifth year option anymore. Um, He's getting paid a lot less than he would have got in the top yeah, ten. Yeah, millions um, less. Shout out to his girlfriend. She she yeah. she stole the show. Shout out to his yeah. Shout <laughs> out to his girlfriend. Um, but no, I, I think Will Levis. They're obviously they're done with Malik Willis, but you know it's a new regime, new GM. He didn't draft Malik Willis, so um, we'll just have to wait and see when yeah. Tannehill gets pulled this year. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a quarterback battle in camp uh, for that starting spot with Tannehill, Levis, and and Malik Willis. Yeah, but uh, I'm gonna give it a B plus. I think you have to pick this guy here. I'm going yeah. A minus here just because that's first the round value. Talent. Yeah. You got in the second round. The guy you could have picked. I'll give it a name. right there. What scares me is, is he going to be Drew Locke? We will see. Uh, or Jake Locker. Yeah, or Jake Locker. Hopefully he's Jake Locker. Locker. But, uh, number 34, <laughs> uh, Trevor, Trevor and Brady, want you, or Trevor and Caden, why don't you just take this pick away? At number 34, we got Sam Laporta, second tight end off the board. Potentially second or third best tight end. Guess what college he's from. Jesus Christ! Got he is from Iowa. Iowa. <laughs> he is a good. He's from fucking Iowa. Bro. He's a good talent. God yeah. fearing American man. Producing some studs. And they do produce some studs. Some NFL they studs, do. They man. Do. They really do. No, I like the pick. I'm gonna give it a B. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm actually. I actually very. I'm, I'm very in love with this pick. I really am. I'm, I'm gonna go A minus, just because I don't think it's just. 
a top top tier pick, but for what we got at the position that we got, you know, a lot of people say that we could have went Michael Mayer. You know, if we were gonna go tight end, why not go Michael Mayer? But we had just drafted Jack Campbell, so why not keep it with Iowa? And I don't think Jack Campbell's much worse. Oh, I, I mean, uh, I don't think Sack uh, Sam Laporta is much worse than Michael Mayer. He really isn't. Even looking at the tape, I think he might even be better than Michael Mayer. In my opinion, I think he is. I think um, Laporta has a higher ceiling, but uh, I think Mayer's a better player right now. He he probably is. But it is a situational like is a situational position. But clearly, the Lions wanted the guy with a different with a different skill set. <laughs> Mayer Mayer is your you know your sure-handed ten yards and. and yeah, your Jason Witten guy. Throw it to him, he's going to catch you. Sam Laporta is your TJ Hawkinson, and same school as TJ Hawkinson. Um, you know, big rack guy. You know, he's, he's, he breaks tackles, he runs through guys. Did you see his? <laughs> see his big rack? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has a big rack. He's a big rack, yeah. A massive rack. <laughs> um, but yeah, so clearly they want a guy with a different skill set than Mayer, but I'm going to give it a B. I think it's a good pick, but we'll see how that turns out. But they picked him high for a reason. But we'll go around the board, Charlie. I think you said B as well, right? Yeah, I'll definitely give that a B. Uh, yeah, I think that's a B. You filled Darren Waller's uh, absence. T.J. Yeah, Hawkinson. So. Oh, it's the right, it's Lions. Lions. Michael Sam Mayer? No, oh, I thought you were talking about Michael Mayer. Laporta. Yeah, yeah, oh. he's next, but Laporta. Right. Yeah, Laporta also feels, literally feels the same. <laughs> Two consecutive picks, but yeah. yeah. I like the pick. But I guess Solid prospect. Move forward, Michael Mayer's we already talked about him, but you know, the Raiders <laughs> lost Darren Waller. So, but, yeah, they got Michael. You know, Mayer. he's your sure hand. He's, he's a good tight end, but throw I'm, to him I'm gonna give, catch it. I'm gonna give that one an A. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm actually I'm gonna go with A as well, just because I'm a you know, we're Notre Dame fans. We we watched I watched him not so much this year, but I watched him a lot last year. And uh, we will talk about the next Notre Dame. Well, we're gonna do our grades first. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I forgot. Yeah, yeah. Mayor, I'm gonna give it an A. But you guys go ahead. I'll give that an A as well. A. I'll give it an A. What's the collective A? Well, we'll go to the next Notre Dame player at number forty. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we got another. We got to stand out before that. And I think this is this is Logan's favorite player. Uh, no, uh, oh yes, but I, I wish he was on my team. But um, with a 39th pick, the Panthers took Jonathan Mingo out of Mississippi, aka Mandingo, which is what I've been calling him throughout the whole process. Um, if you don't know what Mandingo is, uh, don't look it up. But uh, Jonathan Mandingo, you know, he's he's your. Uh, you're AJ Brown, you're DK. <laughs> um, but nah, I, you know they needed a. Uh, the Panthers needed a weapon. They needed a receiver. They, they lost uh, DJ Moore in that trade. Yeah. So they just got Bryce Young and had to get him a weapon. And Jonathan Mandingo is that, and maybe he can be that AJ Brown, that that uh, DK Metcalf for them. Um, so for that one, I'm gonna give that one an A. Uh, what do you guys think? I'll definitely give that an A as well. I, I watched some of his tape. He's a very versatile player, very sure-handed, very explosive, has good speed and really good burst as well. And he's he's got a lot of... Good uh, hands. Yeah, good hands, but he's... I, I don't want to sound weird saying this, but he's very built, you know? Yeah. So, like, he's not, like, an easy tackle. You know, an open field, I'm sure you can slip a couple guys. Um, not in the way that you were thinking with that phrasing there. Yeah. But uh, now, what's the next pick? He, he is oh. Jonathan Mandingo. <laughs> oh, that what, sounds, what are your guys' grades uh, though? That sounds like a fun Friday. Yo, yeah. honestly, <laughs> it is it is a good you know physical pick just for uh, where do you get drafted again? Thirty nine. 
No, no, no. What, oh, what Panthers. team? Panthers, yeah. Panthers, you know, they have DJ Chark. Now they have um, Adam Thielen. They got rid of DJ Moore. And they were kind of missing that offensive spark from DJ like Moore. A younger guy, you know? Exactly. I think they were, you know, they're really trying to find that with Jonathan Mingo. And what he brings to the team is just, mm-hmm. is, is very good. You know, it, what he can do with the ball in his hands and, and how he just goes up and grabs the ball. It'll be a good pair up for, uh, for, for, um, uh, for Bryce Young mm-hmm. and just a, a, another nice target for him. You know the Panthers—they really could do something. They really they could can, do something. Yeah. I think they could—they have a shot to win in the division. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a, not a dark horse. Division, They're a dark horse team for for that division. But um, yeah, I guess we can move on to the next pick now. Um, Trevor and Kane, I'll let you guys take this one away again. Uh, number forty-five at Brian Branch. Uh, I agree with RG three when he said this is a steal of the draft. It's the best I safety agree. on the board it at forty-five. Should have first round. Should have been top twenty. 25, but I, I think it's a great pick and long-term answer at safety. He is, he is and yeah. he's another Alabama guy, so and not just a safety either. Yeah, he's a nickel corner, you know, whatever you want out of him. I think he can play. So I mean, he's definitely a Dan Campbell guy. Mm-hmm. Good high motor, good upside, hard hitter. So that's three Alabama players in the last two drafts. Three good Alabama players. Yeah, so can't hate that's it. never a bad thing to do. Yeah. No, definitely not. Hey, Eagle, Eagles like Georgia. Georgia. We like Alabama. Mm-hmm. Saints like Ohio State. Yeah. Um, but A-plus pick. Uh, definitely A-plus. Uh, Brady? Yeah, I think it's an A-plus. Y'all, y'all set it off. Oh, A. Great player. Um, Brady, I'll let you take the next one. It's uh, Cody Mock for the Bucks. I picked 48. Right. No, I like this pick here. Cody Mock. Cody Mock. This He's guy is actually... Hair, former tight end. Yeah, this guy actually looks cool, too. Missing, like, I'm not, I'm not saying that's cool. Like, missing, he's missing teeth. He's got long hair. He's huge. He's your lineman. This Red is your Bucks pick. Like, this is, yeah, this is a Bucks pick. And this guy's going to fit perfectly in. Probably day one starter. At yeah, he, he's going day one starter. He can play, literally play anywhere. Probably that's that's why he's so him. good. And, and we stole him in the second round. I'm giving this pick an A. Pair him with Ryan Jansen. I'll give it an A as well. I'm going to be plus. You got two dudes that look similar and have red head, long hair. That's always that a, a good recipe matchup. for success. I think it is. <laughs> what do you think? What's your grade in that pick? Cody Mock. You know, I go to school with a kid that kind of looks like Cody Mock. <laughs> I don't even know the kid's name, but it's pretty funny. It's Cody Mock. It is, it's Cody Mock. But uh, you know, just for that reason, I'm gonna go A plus. Nice. I like. I think Todd Bowles likes redheads. I think he does. Mm. But um, yeah, <laughs> the quarterbacks are red. I think we move on to this oh, next pick. Um, pick 57. The Giants took center John Michael Schmitz out of Minnesota, a guy that was mocked to us. I picked 25. Giants before this draft had one center on the roster, and the fact that they got the potential best center in the draft at pick 57—I mean, it's it's day one starter fills a need. He's—I think he was a five-year starter in Minnesota, four-year starter in Minnesota, but I don't know. He, he was great at the senior senior uh, or, uh, senior bowl, um, but just I day one starter. That's, for me, that's a plus. Just get just getting a good starter in the second round—you can't go wrong with that. Fills a need. About where, probably a steal too, but. But yeah, at center for sure. You saw Lindenbaum go twenty, twenty-one the other year, twenty-five last year. Yeah. But you know, and we're and as a Giants fan, we haven't had an O line in so long, and we've seen three like premium like in the past four years, we've seen three top. I mean, Evan Neal went seventh overall, Andrew Thompson went fourth, but fifty-seven is still a premier pick. Second round is still a premier pick. So we're starting to see that we're finally investing in the offensive line. Finally, Which is good to see. Finally. So for me, A plus pick. But I'll let you guys. What's your guys' grades on that? I'll definitely give it an A. Like you said, an instant starter. It's a good position to have a really good young player at all the time. Keep it in rotation. If not starting, you could be a backup. But I think start we'll start. Start guard or something. Yeah. yeah. 
I think it's a good pick. I'll, I'll give it an A. Mm. Yeah, y'all pretty much you know hit it on the head, but I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna go A A flat. I don't think it's you know the most amazing pick in the world. It's not a flashy pick, but, but it's uh, it's definitely a need, and you can't go wrong with trenches. You really can't. Brady. Uh, I'm gonna give this one an A, and I actually want to switch my Cody mock to A plus. All right, there you go. <laughs> Alright, good shit. But uh, next pick, we'll go with the Bills. They go Cyrus Torrance at pick 59. For me, it's, it's you know, they got a starting guard. They needed alignment. They needed they needed guard help bad. And Cyrus Torrance is a good one. He was, he was supposed to go in the first round, and here he is at the end of the second. So, to me, you're filling a need, and it's a, it's a guard. So, A-plus pick, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think? I think it's an A-plus, honestly. We, we had him mocked up in the top 30, obviously, and... Mm-hmm. They got him in the second round, so they, they, and that's only going to help Josh Allen in that offense. And you know, he's got to get used to playing in the cold. I know he's a Florida guy, so I guess we'll have to see how it's going to turn out. But I definitely like the pick. I'll go ahead and give that an A minus, mainly because of the value at the position in the draft they got him at. How about yourself, Brady? Oh, uh, Cyrus Torrance. Yeah, Cyrus Torrance. I mean, yeah, we had that guy mocked pretty high. Like Trevor said, that's a pretty quality tackle. Um, oh yeah, guard. And the Bills got him, correct? Yeah. Yeah, the Bills. The Bills. That's a guy they could they could have picked Ooh. with that with the pick that they had. Oh, so yeah. you're protecting Josh Allen, making that offense just a little better, bit better. Yeah. Now I think about it, that's a very good pick. Yeah. You know, I actually forgot where he went when he yeah. said the Bills. Now I I actually really really yeah. really like that pick. The only thing is you're getting the Florida boy moving him to, to to New York. Yeah, so we'll see how he translates. He's gonna but, be in the cold yeah. snow. He's not used to playing there. Yeah, he's you know? not. Um, I guess we can move forward. Um, number 67, the Broncos picked Drew Sanders, the linebacker out of Arkansas. Former five-star, former Alabama player. Um, I thought he could go in first round or second round. The fact that he fell to pick 67 is a steal. It filled a need for Denver. It was. Um, you know, obviously they have Sean Payton there now. So, uh, you know, he's, he's versatile. He can, he can rush the passer. He can blitz. He can cover. So I'm going to give this one an A. I think it's a pretty safe pick in the third round, but what do you guys think? I always heard leading up to the draft about his upside. I'm shocked he didn't go in the second. Uh, you guys always talked about him going in the first, but second definitely. Crazy, uh, uh, yeah, no, I, I'm going to give this an A plus for the value there. I think Sean Payton may have found his guy for his defense that he wants to run, and I know they utilize linebackers because he did utilize Alex Anzalone when he was still with the Saints. That's where Alex Anzalone kind of came from, so maybe he could be. That times three for the Broncos. Who knows? Because he does have upside. I've seen yes. his tape. He's a he's a dog. Oh yeah, Broncos. This being their first, literally their first pick in the draft. I mean, you you pick something that every team needs. They literally don't have. Mm-hmm. Uh, they needed it. They needed I can't a name a linebacker on their team. I, I can't either. Neither can I. <laughs> that's so, yeah, that that proves it. And yeah, that's a good pick. I'm gonna, I'm gonna honestly say A for that, just yeah, because they I needed that so well. much. Uh, I'm also going to go A just solely on the reason that he was getting mocked first round. You know what I mean? He fell to to third and covers a big need for them. Definitely a good first pick. Next, we have the Lions again at pick 68. And I'll let you guys take this one away, but it's Hedden Hooker. Yeah, no, it's a good pick. He's an older kind of rookie. Um, People were saying first round. Only two years younger than your starting quarterback. Yeah, that's crazy. that's crazy to think about. But I mean, they were going they were going for Teddy Bridgewater in the off season, but maybe this is the, a good backup for now, potential starter down the line. But uh, there are rumors that Jared Goff is actually now getting contact uh, contract extension good. talks. So 
Uh, it's just good depth in the room, good backup to have. He's young, he's got upside, he's better than Nate Sudfeld. I'll, I'll give it a B, B plus. I, Yeah, I'll give it a B plus because, I mean, he, that, that's just good talent for that position. And also in that round, I mean, I didn't expect him to fall around three. No, I didn't, yeah. Even like, before the season started, I know it doesn't mean much, but we cut David Blau and we cut uh, the other dude that was... Yes. Right? No, no. I didn't Tim mean, Boyle. Yeah, Tim Boyle. Boyle. Just, just <laughs> two anchors that have been on the, the Lions for just so... It feels like they've been on the Lions forever. And I remember when uh, it, was, it was Boyle that came on in that... Uh, that's a Thanksgiving game, I'm pretty sure. Or what was it Blau? It was it was Blau. It was Blau, yeah. I mean, I mean, it doesn't mean much by getting rid of them at the start of the season, but you know, we definitely needed there were some there were some places open, you know, some spots open on that QB room and you know, filling it in with a with some more talent, some young talent, especially some people regarded as one of the best QB uh, or college quarterbacks last year. He was and last uh, two years really. Yeah, if he didn't tear his ACL, a lot of people were you know giving he Heisman. First round, yeah. A lot of people were giving Heisman knots even when he wasn't when he wasn't uh, tear his ACL, which is you know honestly, if, how can you be how can you be angry about drafting that? Yeah. So what's your grade though? I'll like give it. I'll give it a B plus. Yeah. B plus. C I'll give it a B. Plus. I'll give it a B. C plus. All right. I guess we can move forward now. Uh, pick sixty nine. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Houston Texans picked up Tank Dell, keeping him in Houston. Um, report came out saying that C.J. Stroud and Tank Dell were kind of buddies at the combine. Yeah. I so see that. Uh, after Stroud went to the Texans, they, he asked them if they can get his guy, and they got him. So Tank Dell's your he's very shifty. He's small, but he's very very shifty. He's hard to tackle, hard to cover. Runs great routes, good hands. So he'll be a nice dominant slot receiver for them. You know they needed a receiver. You know they lost uh, Brandon Cooks. Um, so I think maybe not day one starter, but he'll, he'll contribute right away. So I'm gonna give that one a, a, a B plus, A um, minus B plus. You know, honestly, to me, it just it just fills another need. You know, it's another another empty spot filled, and it just you really can't go wrong with, with Tank Dell. I mean, watches legit watches highlights. Mm-hmm. Do yourself a favor, you know, save you know or not not even save, but you know, go and devote five minutes of your day to go watch some Tank Dell highlights, and especially if you're a Texans fan. You I'll give it a B plus. I'll give it a B. Uh, I like this guy. He's shifty. Uh, he's got size advantage, but just because that like Stroud likes the guy, like you're gonna obviously pick this guy. Right. Up. Yeah. I like this pick. I'm gonna go B for this one. Nice. Moving forward, one of my favorite picks of the draft once again, Jalen Hyatt at pick 73 to my Giants. And you know, first, we, okay, so the Giants at one point were mocked Jalen Hyatt in the first round. Another point we were mocked. John Michael Smith in the first round, and another point we were marked Deontay Banks in the first round, and we got all three of them in three different rounds. Hmm. Um, Jalen Hyatt has his flaws. You know, he didn't he didn't run a very you know complex route tree. Yeah, he didn't have you know didn't have face a lot of pressure like press man or anything like that. But he's very fast. He had six catches for two hundred plus yards and five touchdowns against Alabama this year. That's that's. It's Alabama. That's that's crazy to do. That is. You know, he was part of that Hennon Hooker. He won the Blitnick Copper Award for which is best uh, receiver in college football. Yeah. And, and so I think getting him in the third round is good value for him. I, I think he should have probably should have went second round. I think first round was rich for him. Second round he could have went. Third round just great value for him. And the Giants needed a receiver. They did. And this is a potential wide receiver one. You know, he bring and we needed and the what the Giants were lacking last year was speed and a burner, and that's what we got in Jalen Hyatt. And it opens up the offense for Saquon, opens up the offense for Darren Waller. For Daniel Jones is going to have Jones, a nicer, yeah. more easier time distributing right. the ball to guys that can definitely catch, make acrobatic comeback routes. 
and actually contest catches. So I, I think and I think Dable will, will put him in a right scheme. So obviously I'm biased, but for me this is an A plus pick. I, I'll give it a B plus. Again, I got to see him on the field, mm-hmm. but I know he wasn't highly ranked, uh, you know, going into the draft. I know he does have the upside, but um, I know the Giants definitely were feeling the pain they when at, that, when yeah. you know all those guys got picked before their first initial pick in the first the round. Receiver, but yeah. I think they rebounded well, drafted the next best available option. And I think he's definitely going to be wide receiver one behind Rondell Robinson and stuff mm-hmm. like that. They're going to have to build a new scheme for the pass game, but it's going to be interesting to see what Daniel Jones actually can do with a bunch of weapons, and he has no more excuses no. himself. And I, I think uh, what's good about it is we have, we have a lot of good, not great players, but just we, we have a lot of versatility yes. in, our, in our receiving room and just you guys, receiving in general. You guys can win a shootout if yeah. you need to. I agree. But uh, for me, A plus. Trevor, you said B plus. What do you guys think, Brady? I don't. You know, for me, what this what this means to me is just you know, there is no excuses for Daniel Jones. There really isn't. And you know, they besides got, you know, besides the offensive line play might yeah. be still suspect. But but honestly, like there are so many good quarterbacks with you know an iffy O line and just if if he doesn't have, I think he has good enough. I think he. Sh- I think he should have. They should be expecting the best year of his career. Next year. I, I, I think so too. Th- this will be a career Absolutely. year if he's on the right trend. That's only if yeah. he's on the right trend. But I think he should be. Mm-hmm. And they just resigned him that big contract. They definitely believe in him. Mm-hmm. It's just can he execute? And I, you know, I've been watching Danny Jones for a long time. You know, ever <laughs> since he even got into the draft. You know, I've been kind of forced to watch him at least two times a year, and uh, it was just. You know, he hasn't been the the best quarterback ever, but he's shown promise. It's and he's never shown... really been his fault. You exactly, know? it never really has been his fault, but he's never been the sole reason they've snapped or won or anything like that. But I'm gonna give it a, uh, I'm gonna give that grade a, uh, give it a B plus, B plus A minus. I don't think it's a bad a bad pick. You know, really can't get worse by drafting one of the best wide receivers in the draft. What do you think, Brady? Jalen Hyatt. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. This pick, I mean, they needed a receiver. That's pretty pretty good pick for them. But, I mean, I'm going to go B here just because they kind of pick late. But nothing they can really do about it. Okay. All right, so I guess we can move on to um, one of my favorite picks in the draft, number 83, Denver Broncos getting Riley Moss, cornerback out of Iowa. This is the first white corner to get drafted in, or to play in like 20 years since Jason Seahorn. That's crazy. Can you believe that? That is crazy. That Can you believe crazy. that? And guess what? Iowa has another white corner that's getting first round looks next year. Actually? Yeah. Oh, wow. So Iowa's producing some players. They're they really are. Actually, like, like first round talent. Iowa's producing some dogs. And, and, and <coughs> yes, Riley Moss is a white corner, but he's actually a good player. Like, he, like all drugs aside, he is a good player. Like, good zone. He's, he can be... Good speed for a white guy, especially, but it's, it's a good pick for Denver. It really is. But um, Hopefully Riley Moss can do what he has to do out there on I, that field. I think he will. I'm going to give that one a B. I'll give that a B as well because that's Riley Moss out there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, no. I, all jokes aside, he actually is a good player. Good Watch his combine. Yeah. He has a lot of upside. Um, a little undersized, but I think he can play the position that Sean Payton will need out of him. I mean, he's, Sean Payton's not going to put him in a spot to fail. <laughs> So, he's not going to put anyone in this spot to fail. He's won a ring, he's had success in the league, and he has he has a whole new roster and team. I, I like the way they went in the draft with the picks they had. So, I, I'll, give that a, I'll give that a B plus, B minus. What do you guys think? 
I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go B minus just because I'm not completely sold on him being you know one of the best you know in the draft or you know even even one of the best in his position. But solid pick. Really, yeah. really can't go wrong, especially where he got drafted. What's your grade? My grade. I already said B minus. Yeah, you guys hit it on the head. He's solid zone corner. He'll, he'll be good for them. Uh, my grade here. I'm gonna go B plus. Okay. All right, I think we, can, we only have a handful of more, like two more players left. So next we have Devon A. Shane. Uh, he went 84th overall to the Miami Dolphins from Texas A&M. Good speed, scheme fit. Just a Frank, Frank San Francisco running back, obviously. But Miami has a McDaniel, offensive coordinator that was from San Francisco. So um, it's just a scheme fit. He's young, he's fast. So I think that one's an A. I think he'll produce, so he'll be good there. Yeah. You know, I don't know much about... David Chain in real life, and I really haven't seen his actual you know things. And the reason why I say real life is because I drafted him in my Madden. <laughs> that's really the only reason I knew about him before the draft. And uh, if he's anything like how he was in my, for my Madden franchise, hey, they got a good player. Mm-hmm. Very fast, hits the gap like no other, and just when it's in open space, you know one v one, you know he's just gonna leave you behind him. You're just you're just gonna be seeing his last name. The I don't know too much about him, but he's going to a good spot, a good squad, so I think he'll succeed. I, I, I'm going to give it a B plus. Yeah, uh, Dolphins, they need a running back. A and young they, guy. They you like know? quick running backs. You can see this is like their scheme guy right here. Mm-hmm. Quick, small running back. I like the pick. Uh, I'm going to go probably B here. Okay. All right, and the last pick we're going to cover, um, Pittsburgh, Spiel- Pittsburgh Steelers, number 93 overall. Picked Darnell Washington, tight end out of Georgia. And he he got for a lot of first-round looks. I know we mocked him in the first round a lot. Um, he probably wasn't going to go in the first round regardless. Probably a second-round player. But the reason he dropped is because, you know, he's a giant tight end. He has injury concerns. Worry about his knees and stuff like that. But pick 93 for the Steelers, is, is, that's phenomenal value for a talent like Darnell Washington. Um, like the upside for that pick is crazy. And we're going to see what happens, and I'm excited because he's, he's got a lot of upside, he's got a lot of talent, all the attributes you mm-hmm. want out of a really good pass-catching tight end as well as a yak guy. But And he's a phenomenal run blocker, you know, the sixth lineman. And, and I think pairing him with um, Pat Fairmuth, like they have two good tight ends there. So me personally, I think for the value they got him at, it's an A-plus. I'll give it an A plus as well. I expected him to be in the first round, just again purely off talent and upside. But the Steelers got him at ninety three, so that was just uh, that's a steal. Brady. How about yourself, Brady? Donald Washington. Oh yeah, I, I really like this guy. Um, I like I going to a solid team, so uh, I'm gonna give it C plus. C plus. C plus. Wow, that's crazy. Because I remember us, I mean, he got mocked as high for us at 31. 31. And uh, I remember you made that pick, and I, I really like that pick. I'll it, switch it up to B. Oh, yeah. okay. it, honestly, to me, that's an A. That's yeah. an A pick to me. He fell all the way to the uh, 93rd pick. Jeez. Yeah, that's crazy. That, that is crazy. So you just hope he stays healthy, but you know Tom will know how to use him. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I think that about wraps it up. I mean, there's, obviously there's a lot more draft picks, but yeah. that's the most notable. I'll say I'll say something about, you know, even earlier on this podcast, I said, uh, you know, there was something I saw on Twitter that made me feel a whole of a, hot, a whole of a lot better about this Lions draft. And if there are any Lions fans still feeling a little bit weary about the draft, think about it this way. We got the number two running back, the number one linebacker, the number three tight end, and the number one safety. Like, that's honestly, that. for, for when you look at it that way, like we, 
we had a good draft. We did not have a bad draft at all. Now, before we end off, why don't we all grade our teams like as a whole draft? So why don't you guys go first with the Lions? Is the whole whole draft whole team draft grade? I'll do the Eagles as well. Okay. With the Lions, I'll give them a B plus. B plus. Okay. B plus. I'm with our teams. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna give the Lions. You know, just because, you know, even when I saw that tweet, it just made me feel a hell of a lot better. I'm going to go A-. minus. I'm going to say B plus, A- minus for the Lions. Mm-hmm. Wasn't the greatest draft. We didn't feel a lot of things that we definitely But they got better, though. The Lions, Lions better. I'm going to give them a B plus. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now we can move on to the New York Giants. Giants, for me, it's an A. I mean, we've, we've filled, I mean, obviously we're going to see the players play first, but those first three rounds, I mean, Deontay Banks, John Michael Schmitz, Jalen Hyatt, that's three impact players that are going to probably yeah. have an impact. They won. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, I mean, I don't know if it can get much better than that. So I gotta give it a, a B plus, maybe an A flat, because I mean they got the corner that y- you want, you know. We but got better. We did get better. Did get better. You did this get whole better. off season, we got better, and that's that's what you want in off season. So the Lions. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna go, uh, you know, especially with the off season too. Y'all had one hell of an off season. The off season was better than the draft. It was for y'all, but uh, the draft was, you know, the draft was very very good. Just, just from you know, with the off season being better than the draft, then that just shows how good the off season was for them. But uh, I'm, I'm gonna go. Uh, I say it's a solid A. Mm-hmm. It's a solid A flat. I don't think it's anything too much better than that. It's, it's not an A plus for me. But uh, you know, with the picks they had, you know, they, they, they did the best. <laughs> and what they did. It's, it's crazy because we traded like all of our original picks this year. Almost, yeah. almost all of them. Pretty crazy. Brady, Brady, guys. C plus. C plus. Oh, yeah, I mean, plus. Plus. B plus. B plus. My bad. Are you tripping, boy? <laughs> uh, um, I guess we'll do Eagles next. So. Yeah, Eagles. You know, just for those two first picks of Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith alone, A plus. A plus draft for the Eagles. A lot of people say they might have stolen the draft. To me, I think it was either the Texans or the Seahawks. But uh, Logs, what do you think about the uh, draft? Yeah. If the Giants got an A, then the Eagles got A plus. I mean, that first round was crazy. It was crazy. Keely Ringo in the fourth round is crazy. I yeah. know, I know, he wasn't that great of a prospect, but in the fourth round is insane value for him. Um, Sidney Brown and the safety, they needed yeah. a safety. That's probably a day one starter there. And I know it doesn't mean much, but I'm pretty sure we signed Eli Ricks. Yeah, so I mean, it's another Alabama player. Why not? Yeah. But I mean, A plus drafts. Trevor, uh, definitely an A plus with the first round. They won the first round. Yeah. For sure. Brady? Uh, Eagles, I'm going to give them an A+. Plus. A+. Plus, okay. So now we can end it off with the good American Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Well, I like the picks that my team made. I mean, I feel like they could have been better picks. But honestly, we got solid guys who I think will put in some solid work. I really like Mock. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to talk about the third round pick, uh, Yaya Diaby. Mm-hmm. I think that's how you say it. Um... He, he's I, I, I've watched a little tape but I didn't really know who he was so uh, honestly I'm going to give a raw score here I'm, I'm going to give my team a B just I, yeah. I, I, I really like my team bro but I agree I'll give I gotta, it a B I gotta give it a nice I agree start. I think it's also a B you know it's, it wasn't a flashy draft by any means but actually no B plus just because Cody Mock yeah, I mean like you can never like, it, it, like I said it wasn't flashy but they filled needs and, and probably good players for them so mm-hmm. what you want to do but uh, I'm gonna go B minus because I don't I don't I think it was just the best draft, you know, especially being a, a Bucks it fan. By any means, it wasn't. But uh, you know, we got we got better. Mm-hmm. We didn't get worse. That was just the main was the main focal point of the draft. You got good young players to build off of, and we got needs, we got wants, and uh, yeah, just honestly, not a horrible draft, but not the best draft. 
And I think that's the perfect way to wrap it up here. Um, we hope you guys enjoyed all the mock drafts and the NFL draft content we try to bring you. Uh, we're definitely going to be doing it again next year. Hopefully it'll be a more refined, refined product there. But thank you for tuning in to this uh, post-2023 uh, draft talk. Thank you, Brady. Thank you, Caden. And thank you, Logan, for hopping on and giving your time. And uh, thank you for tuning in. Take care, everyone. Peace.